Okay, good morning, everybody. Um, this is not a usual uh, Prepper Guy podcast today. It's just uh, some random thoughts that I wanted to get out there. Uh, so this morning, I go to upload a, a, a video of my yesterday's podcast. Uh, I think I'm going to call it The Devil You Know, because it talks a little bit about my negotiations with the city of where I live and my my fight um, with bureaucracy I think that'll work and uh, I click on YouTube and normally it takes me right to my channel and because I'm I'm logged on as a prepper guy and it says this account has been terminated due to whatever violation of you know community standards whatever that means i don't think i don't think youtube and google or facebook have any standards to speak of you know i mean if you were to put it in a, a you know even like a context of religion they don't have any standards they don't have any values they don't have any morals they just don't like you talking shit about their friends just fine. They are a business as far as I'm concerned. They're not media, they're not publishers, and they're not the government. You know, and everyone's talking about, you know, freedom of speech issues. The Constitution says the government shall make no laws. Does it say anything about Facebook or YouTube shall make no standards that, you know, violate you know whatever pisses him off so get over it it's it's you know it's closed and i'm not even going to dispute it fuck them you know fuck youtube i have three other youtube accounts and what i do is usually just upload it as a private or unlisted video as soon as it goes into the the studio portion of it i click on the three little buttons and download it right back onto my computer again. So now I have a, a, instead of a three or four gigabyte video, I now have a, you know, 200 megabyte video, which I can share, put into other areas. And, And so I can still do that. And I did that with, you know, tomorrow, yesterday's podcast. It's, it's now on my computer again, way smaller. And I, I like YouTube for that because they will take a really well done video, you know, as far as sound quality and, and, and frames per minute and clarity, and they will compress it using their magic, and they will give you a standard version that's quite a bit smaller and still really, really good quality. I mean, you would have to get some really nice video software to, to, uh, to, to whatever they call it, um, render it into that size and form. So that's what I use YouTube for. I mean, I use them. They use us. I use them. But now I'm just going to start deleting videos off there, so, so screw them. They can't show my videos to anyone. They can't even make a dollar off of it. Now, any of you that have watched any of my podcasts and my videos know that 
Yeah, I, I cuss a lot. And it's also rated R. And I think in all of the things that I signed up on YouTube, it says that it's adult content not made for children. Blah, blah, blah. And so I don't know other than what I talk about would have pissed them off. You know, and, and, and I'm thinking, well, maybe it's copyright. Because at the end, if you've listened, you know, I have some music and then it's like Captain Picard from Star Trek uh, Next Generation flipping out about the Borg. But he's just talking about drawing a line in the sand and it must be drawn here and we've capitulated too much. and You know, it's, it's not that long, you know. And then there's a little blurb from uh, the movie Tombstone where, you know, Doc Holliday says, I'm your Huckleberry, which is I seen on every shot glass and everything, you know. So it's not like it's, you know, copyright, but it probably is. So I'm thinking, well, maybe it's that. But then the reality is, it's like when you upload to YouTube, if you've ever done that, it goes through this process that it checks for certain things and makes sure you have a title and a description. And then it says, do you have a, a thumbnail? And then the last check is for copyright. You know, just to make sure before you upload it and everything that there's no copyright infringements. And so I don't think it was that because they're always checked and, and published. So I don't really know what it is. It's, I guess it's really one of those things I so don't care about. So I'm going to go through one of my other accounts, my personal account, and there's a lot of videos from way back. I mean, God, 2000. Um, before YouTube was YouTube, you know, really popular. I should have bought stock in it, but I didn't. Um, and I think I'll just take down a lot of my videos. All of my video content from the beginning of time is on portable hard drives, so I still have my content. I believe you should always own your content and keep it, you know, because I can still upload all those videos in the Presto Player and, uh, and I think it's uh, called something Rabbit, you know, to where I can host my videos for nothing hardly so i don't really need youtube anymore but i still have my content it's mine not that it's that valuable content you know really i wonder why this thing keeps going Woo! light dark light dark yeah whatever so I, I just wanted to tell you that you know if if you were one of my subscribers on you know my website uh, my youtube channel where i had all my videos posted as far as prepping um, it's gone, so whatever. Now, also talked a little bit about my in my last podcast yesterday about the deal with the devil that I'm making, you know, because I've decided that I'm just tired of fighting the city on this technicality, this fucking parking ticket, and 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 I wanted to try to express some of how I feel about this because it's. It bothers me. I, you know, I just literally had a paradigm shift that I felt, and I just said, "Fuck it, fuck this community, fuck everybody," you know. And and you know, I, I've learned that if you 
if you allow your leaders, local leaders, the ability to stop Agenda 21, they won't. And, and when you really, really, really think about what I was arguing was, it was, it was like a right. You have private property rights. Private property is, is mentioned, I think, 15 or 17 times in the U.S. Constitution. It was that important to the Founding Fathers. Because without private property, you're just a serf, you know, a plebe. And how it worked is like everything you, you own, you know, is your private property. This coffee cup is my private property. Your wedding ring, it has no value to anybody but maybe you because it's, it's, it's important to you. So if I buy some dirt, that's also property. You know, but private property is not just talking about real estate and dirt. But let's say I buy 10 acres. That's mine. And I have rights to it. It's private property. And then it's in this, the new city. You know, ooh. And, and so now they initiate, you know, zoning laws and, 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 and planning things. And, you know, that was 100, 100 plus years ago when they started doing this fucking planning and zoning bullshit. And it was quite literally the most racist thing America's government ever did. It was to keep blacks out of white neighborhoods. So anybody that's, you know, of my listeners that are, you know, black Americans or black or however you classify yourself, your skin color is black. You're still American and human. You know, I believe in the human race, but, and, and then you're in, in government or you're a lawyer or a politician or an author or a, you, you write for a newspaper. When government enforces private or planning and zoning laws, like getting a permit, you need to think that that was written by a bunch of racist assholes that wanted to keep blacks out of white neighborhoods. There's something to bitch about. Not because it's racist and, and see, just proves that America's still racist. No, what it proves is that nobody's fighting it. They're just using it as a cudgel to whine and complain. Racism, racism, racism. Write some fucking articles. If you're a lawyer, go out and fight for private property rights. You know, they've twisted it around like the NRA is now racist. The NRA was created so black people, black freed slaves could buy guns and protect themselves against these crazy fucking white people called the Ku Klux Klan. The purpose of the NRA was to help freed black slaves. And now there's black people out there saying, well, NRA is racist. It's like, you need to open a book and read. So I'm, I'm venting right now. But, it, you know, when private property is so important, and now that, that, you know, freed slaves and blacks have all the rights that Americans do that are right, you know, if you want to look at it that way, then you need to start fighting planning and zoning and these fucking permits 
Because what it is, is racism at its purest form. It's a remnant, a leftover fucking hanging on little thing of racism that was created for a very bad reason. And so even if it's me, a white guy fighting, planning and zoning and getting a permit, articles should be written by people that are way more articulate than me. Lawyers should fight this. And, and I, I get passionate about it because, see, it's, it's, it's a right. It's, it's like, you know, everybody's like Second Amendment, Second Amendment, Second Amendment, you know. And, and, and then, you know, they're constitutional purists. You know, Second Amendment, fuck you. I got the Second Amendment. And then we'll, in the same breath, turn around and say, well, I got a concealed weapons permit and a concealed carry because of retroposity. Which means when I go from California to Arizona, those laws apply. It's like, you just capitulated, you dumbass. You know, you're saying that reciprocity is more important than just a basic fucking right to keep and bear arms. You've allowed them to, sh you know, like get their foot in the door. So I hate all these governors writing these executive orders that you can't mandate this in, in Mars State. It's like, no, you can't fucking mandate it at all. But when you say that, and that's what I told the city about my permit. She goes, well, what if you sign a waiver of enforcement? Then what I'm doing is waiving enforcement. Enforcement by who? Oh, by the city. Oh, so I've just admitted that they have authority to enforce, which they don't. So I draw a line and go, no, fuck you. And, and, and so it carried on for two fucking years. And, it, and it's, I, I don't know how many of you watched, you know, The Godfather, the first one, when Michael, the youngin, you know, shoots that guy in, in the restaurant, you know, gets the gun out of the toilet and Bam, bam, bam. Shoots the fuck out of the dude. Shoots him in the face, actually. So, they move Michael to Sicily so they can't, you know, get him. And they can't prove that he did it. So nobody really knows who did it, but they get Michael out of the picture just in case there's retaliation or whatever the reason is. And so I think it's uh, Robert Duvall... I think, or one of the, the guys, that's the, the lawyer for the, the family, the Colleone family. And Michael's wife is like, can you get this letter to him? And he goes, well, I don't really know where he's at. And, and she goes, well, I, but I know you, you know. And he goes, no, I don't. And she goes, well, can you give this letter to someone that can get it to Michael? And the lawyer's standing back there like, don't, don't even hand me that fucking piece of paper and she's trying to give it to him and he goes what are, I can't remember her name but he goes look if I accept that and somebody you know like the FBI is always watching you know in, in, in the mafia he goes if they see me take this letter then that proves in a court of law that I, I can get to Michael I know where he's at I know through six degrees of separation where he's at. 
And therefore, if I don't testify, I can, I can, you know, whatever the charges are. So, we always laugh about the, the complexity of laws, and 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 then we'll 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 be all glad that our our governors is telling the feds to go fuck off. Don't waste your breath. Just don't do it, and let the feds complain, because the federal government cannot enforce their will on the states. They can't call state agencies under service or into service to enforce federal laws within a state. So it's just fucking stupid. And the same thing is, goes with permits and private property and gun rights. And I look at it like this. Let me ask you a religious question here since I'm just bantering. 90% of America is religious to one point or another, or an extent or to another. And we all understand the Ten Commandments, like, I don't know, thou shalt not commit adultery. And there's a, there's a definition in the Bible of what adultery is. So, you know, but when one man, a married man or a married woman lie down together, well, you think, well, we were camping. So, you know, it meant having sex. Well, what if your wife says, well, I've been kissing this guy and I, I gave him a hand job. I'm sorry, I hate to be rude, but, you know, these are the semantics that would be used in that argument. Just like Clinton, because that wasn't sex. Oh, so he got head. But legally, that's not sex. See, it's not a sexual relationship. So it taught a generation of young women that to, to, to do that is not sex. And if it's not sex, then it's not adultery. Oh, so if you're religious, do you think God's really going to care about that semantics? No. And it's the same thing with the law. So you have to be a, a purist. It's like, I'm not going to capitulate at all any more than I'm going to, oh, we just laid down because we were camping, honey. Don't get mad. You know, you know I, I, I didn't steal anything of value, really. I mean, he didn't even know I took it. It's not stealing. Thou shalt not steal. Oh, well. So you have to look at it that way. You know, we capitulate all the time. These private property laws are capitulation. These concealed carry reciprocity is a capitulation. It's part of that, that incrementalism. And, and it kind of, that's why it hit me. It's just like, you know, I, I, I really told the city, I go, everything I've learned about zoning and planning has to do with residential housing, meaning more than one, and, and commercial because if you buy a house from somebody that's a builder or something and you assume that it was built properly because you don't know which end of a hammer is, is the business in, then there should be some kind of standards that he has to meet. Not that I even agree with that, but you know, let the buyer beware, but still. So these laws really for public health and safety apply to people 
building for the public. I'm an owner builder. See, there's that real fine hairline there, but it's still there. And so I, I explained that to the city. I go, this is such an innocuous little issue that I'm giving you the opportunity to fight this incrementalism, this Agenda 21. It's helping we, the people in this town, push back just a little bit. It's not like we're going to push the door down. We're just pushing back just a little bit. And what did they do? They, they, they talked to their lawyer and he's like, don't do that. So they, they folded. They told me no. So the you know, city manager goes, you know, if you'll just give me some pictures of what you built, we'll give you an as-built permit. Won't even cost you anything. Done and done. And that's that's kind of like, I guess, better than a big fight because I'm I'm tired. I got shit to do. I'm, fuck this town. Fuck everybody. So it's like okay, you know. Now, if they come back with, well, we're going to still need a thousand dollars, and we need some, we need an engineer to look at this and that, then I, then the deal's off the table. But for now, if it goes that way, I think I'll take that deal. Cost me nothing, maybe ten dollars to make it legal, and and some pictures. Nobody comes into my house. Nobody walks on my property. Nobody violates my private property as far as walking on my dirt. But. It's still, you know, it's better than a big fight, which I was prepared to do. But I, I just see that the city is willing to to cost the taxpayers thousands, if not hundreds of thousands in legal fees, even if I win or lose. And it's just like, you stupid motherfuckers. You really are that dumb. Now, in me getting taking that deal, I'm accepting a piece of paper that says the city had the right to issue permission. And we came to terms. And therefore, it's still a win in their column. And it's still a loss in Freedom's column. I don't care how you stack it. Whether it costs a dollar or nothing or you know postage I still get something from the city that goes, nah, 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 you needed this, and we got you to take it, sign something here, rent-seeking, you know, so I took their chit, which gives legitimacy to it, and that, you know, like, everyone I talk to, they're like, well, that's kind of petty, it's like, well, you know, yeah, it is. Just like your wife or your spouse or your son saying, I didn't really steal that because he wasn't watching and he hasn't used it for 20 years. Big deal. You know. Well, okay. You know, whatever, it's your life. See how these little tiny non-issues become really important over time? You know, because if your wife just kisses somebody, I say wife because I'm a guy, okay, I'm not you know, misogynistic. Your husband kisses somebody. It didn't mean anything. And they start sharing intimacy. They start getting their own little personal jokes between them. 
Well, they're they're pushing you out the door and moving her in. So it might be just a, a flirtish, you know, flirtation. She rubs your arm. Oh, and you think, well, that's kind of cool. There's like a little electrical pulse there because I think she's hot. And then you're talking and you're getting really close to Chummy and she gives you a peck on the cheek and goes, thank you for being my friend. And then it becomes a little more and a little more. And pretty soon you, you know, you meet up for the date and you exchange all these pleasantries and this, this intimacy is building up and building up and building up. And then you get an opportunity to meet her at a conference because you're both in the same kind of business. And, you know, you meet at the bar and, you, you know, you have a few drinks and you dance really close and you feel her all up and she's feeling you all up. And, and then, you know, you're both like, ah, better not do that. But eventually you end up in bed together. That's incrementalism. Might have taken you 10 years to develop this adulterous, you know, action over just all this time. But eventually it leads to the same thing. Just like getting, you know, a concealed carry. You know, for retroposity. She just rubbed my shoulder. And pretty soon, you know, they take away your right to own and bear arms. For public safety, of course, because that's what it's always about. You know, that's the only authority we ever gave them is to look out for our health and safety. They won't do it at the border. They won't do it anywhere, really. But they'll use that to, to take your property. So, you know, back to my little analogy, which I've had a lot of little analogies in here. How private property was explained to me by... Uh, Tim Sandoval from the Goldwater Institute. You know, I watch a lot of his videos and his wife, uh, Christina Sandoval's videos from the Goldwater Institute dealing with private property mainly. They talk a lot about it, a lot of stuff. But um, So because you, 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 you buy this 10 acres in town and, and that's your private property. But then you buy a printing press or in today's world, a bunch of servers, whatever. That's also your private property. And then you, you load up that printing press with a bunch of ink and columns and words and thoughts. And that's your private property. Your thoughts and your expression of whether it's a book or an article or a file on a server. It's your private property. It's yours. You have a right to protect it. And there's ways to protect it, you know, instead of just shooting somebody. You know, you got copyright laws and stuff like that that protect your property, private property. And then you go, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put this printing press here and and I need to build a building around it to keep the weather from hurting it. And most people would go, Well, they just get a permit. And you know, you file all the paperwork and your contractor gets the permit. It's pretty much no big deal. But you're asking permission now. So somebody in the city don't like you because they know that your, your, your paper is going to print garbage about you, about them. You know, you're going to spend the first hundred issues front page bashing 
the city. So the city council and the mayor and all them are like, nah, we really can't let him open that newspaper. Well, now we've entered the, the realm of rent-seeking. They have a chet called a permit to open your business. And they look at you and go, what's this worth? And you're like, well, I don't know. My fee schedule says it's a, a $5,000 permit to build this building. No, 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 no. We don't like your policies. Just like YouTube told me. We don't like your policies. Bye-bye. So they go, we're not going to really let you open that, that newspaper. You go, well, it's, it's, it's a building. You don't know what I'm going to do with it. Well, yeah, we kind of do. See, so these backroom deals start brewing. And, and, you know, people like, I don't like him. I do like him. And then now we got division in the community. And so you hire a lawyer and you do all this shit. And, you, and in 10 years, you may prevail. Is that way America was set up? Is that what freedom is now? Is a, a bunch of lawyers and a judge saying, yes, you can, no, you can't, based on interpretation? You know, I had somebody tell me the other day, well, in appeals court, you can't represent yourself in the state of Arizona. It's like, I can do whatever the fuck I want because I'm an American. I can represent myself if I want. There's no public health and safety involved here. It's me. Represent, I can represent myself in a fucking murder case. But they don't want you wasting the court's time in an appeals case. It's like, I don't really care what you lawyers and judges want. It'd be stupid. and You'd have a sucker for a a client if you represented yourself but still so see you we've all talked to somebody about doing something and some smart ass will go you can't do that it's like no what I can't do is murder somebody I can't shoot a gun up in the air in the city limits because logic dictates that that bullet will come down and maybe kill somebody. Now, they don't need a bunch of laws to say you can't do that. Because then when you do it, nobody gets hurt. You still get fined and, and, and have charges brought against you, which is stupid. But common sense would dictate, Mark, if you shoot that gun in the air and it kills somebody, they're going to find out who did that and you're going to go to jail for manslaughter. Now, that should be enough to stop you from doing stupid shit. And that's what nuisances were, laws were created for. But when people just say you can't do that, and it has dick to do with anything about anyone getting hurt, I personally just want to bitch slap them. It's like, the fuck I can? Tell me I can't. You know, I can Maybe I shouldn't, but I can. It's just like, you know, in third grade, you know, we had one of the uppity teachers go, can I use, you know, can I go to the bathroom? And she'd go, well, can you? It's like, what do you mind? What? And she goes, well, you can stand up and walk over there and open the door and go to the bathroom. May I is what you're asking because we're having a test. But, you know, just 
you could say, may I be excused? And you walk in, go to the bathroom, come back, take your test. So she was making a point, you know, back then that there's a difference between may I and can I. So laws were supposed to be that way. Now they're just all fucked up. So you have to buy something from the city now and fight them to exercise your right to free speech, private property, and, and, and to, to, to build this, you know, newspaper. And then, you know, then there's more laws. Come on. I mean, that's just the superficial shit. Do you have, like, if you open a, a radio station, well, do you have an FCC license? Oh, you mean a permission slip from the federal communication system? Yeah. Well, they regulate that. Okay, well, I understand regulating it because the frequencies, there's only so many of them. And if my, my wattage is too much output, I will overlap somebody else's right. So it's just like I have the right to do a lot of stuff on my private property, but it can't go over the fence into my neighbor's private property because that becomes a nuisance. So the FCC could sit there and go, in your area, if we draw a circle around it, a hundred miles, and then you won't interfere with somebody else's circle that's on that same frequency. And then you could sit there and go, well, are there any other frequencies I could use that are FM band that I could broadcast on? It's like, well, maybe if you went with 100.8, but if we give you the power to reach that far out, then it's going to bleed over to you know 100.9. So we need you in this spectrum here, and we can get you out uh, you know 150 miles if you dial back your watts to this much, and then you'd go, okay, see, that's a compromise. See, they're explaining to you where your fence line is. You still have the right to do it, but they're saying, if you go past that, then now you're violating Bob's radio station's rights. So we're trying to keep it civil here. And then you go, okay. And then they go, there's a fee for that because we have all this information nationwide. And, and so, you know, worldwide. You know, so we're going to give you a license. Okay, that kind of makes sense. It's not going to be contingent on whether you're AM, FM, or conservative, or liberal, or rock and roll, or Western, because that's irrelevant. So you could build a radio station. But what will happen is see some other guy in the town that has a radio station. He's going to feel threatened. So he might go to the FCC where his cousin works and go, deny him a license for that. It's like, well, he meets all the criteria. It's not overlapping you it's like yeah but i'm scared of his competition he might hurt my business and then your nephew won't make you know be able to go to college it's once again called rent seeking see it's it's favoritism so it's hard to differentiate between america that was and the america that is and i think we could bring it around closer to its original image of nuisance laws and understanding, but you, you get bureaucrats, that's why I hate bureaucrats and bureaucracy, that have friends and family that are going to go, well, Mark, we're just not going to grant you that right to have a radio station because, you know, they'll dig up a technicality that, you know, now you got to fight in court, but really they're not going to come out and say, 
Well, see, my aunt has a radio station, and she's just afraid of you. You're going to bury her because she's really bad at business. But she's my aunt, you know, okay? And what can I do? They're not going to tell you that. So they're going to come up with bullshit. You're going to go, that's bullshit. And then if you lose that bullshit law, that bullshit becomes relevant next time. Just like me getting that little fucking piece of paper at no cost that says they did have authority to issue that piece of paper. And so it becomes blurred and muddy and confusing. You know, so it's hard to put into words exactly how I feel about it and how we should look at it. And my goal has always been like with prepping is like, can we strip it down to its simplest form? And the same with politics in, in, in America. You know, can we strip it down to its simplest form? Well, I have the right to bear arms in the story, really. The, the debate ended back when they ratified the Constitution. I'd say, I have the right to bear arms, you know. Well, yeah, but what if this? And you need some training, you know, because not just everybody can buy a gun. It's like, yeah, no, actually, everybody can buy a gun. They can make their own gun, you know, like in the old days, if they couldn't afford a gun, you know. It's like, you can't allow that. You can't live at that speed, Mark. It's like, yeah, I can. And then if I use it improperly, I go to prison. That makes sense, see. But to make me kiss someone's ring to get a permission slip to exercise my rights is just fucking stupid-headed. So there's a simplest way to look at it. And, And we've allowed our bureaucrat friends in business and government to to get their foot in the door. And that's why the Library of Congress is just full of hundreds and hundreds of thousands of books on all these laws and stuff. We've lost that, that thing. That one thing that once was great. It's gone. It's lost. And I don't know if we can ever pull it back, you know, to that point to where at least it works with society as is today. You know, nuisance laws still work, whether you have a neighbor every, you know, surrounding you because you live in a subdivision or you own a thousand acres and you still have a a neighbor and his rights begin where yours end. And if you live on on a small quarter acre lot, your rights still end where his or hers begin. And if you crank up your music, which will float over everybody's rights, they can call the police and go, hey, this guy is creating a nuisance. So then the city will sit there and have nuisance laws with sound and go, "Um, you can have it so loud. But at 8 o'clock at night, you have to turn it down to this level. Because what you're doing isn't against the law. But you're, you're, you're violating your neighbor's rights to privacy. And you go, well, fuck him. Well, no, not fuck him. You know, this is how we live together cohesively in a, in a, 
in a in a town, a city. You know, your kids just can't, you know, screw around with your other kids' rights. They can't take their clothes and wear it to school and ruin them. You wouldn't allow that. You know, sure, they would throw a temper tantrum, but your neighbor might not throw a temper tantrum. He might just shoot your fucking windows out because he's sick of it. You know, he might poison your dog because it won't stop barking because you were too stupid to teach your dog not to bark like a fucking crazy man. You know, there, there are ways to, to teach your dog, if you're going to have a dog, not to, to bark at every shadow it sees and, and violate your neighbor's rights because they will come with a dog pound and put your dog down. Because you can't control your sphere of rights. Can we do that? No, we can't go back to that now because everyone's entitled to do whatever the fuck they want. And that's why America will, will die. It will cease to exist. It will end soon enough. Because nobody wants to pull it back. I gave my city the opportunity. I laid it all out for him. I said, this is a, an, a principled argument. I need you to see that you can, in this case, drop it. You know, so that's what, that's what needs to happen. But no one will fucking do it. You know, the city had every opportunity to go, Mark, you're right. We're not going to make a big deal out of this because we're still trying to change things to where, you know, people in our community have more freedom and liberty because we are old families here that believe in freedom and private property. But we can't tell them that, you know, for the last 50 years, most of their leaders have been dump fucks and have taken away their rights because that might cause some retroactive problems. But we want to we wanna start dialing it back. And you've made a really good case and you've fought long and hard. If you will you know, not tell everybody what happened and maybe work with us, we're going to just drop this. Now, what did they do? They still had that little bit of virus in them called control. And they're like, Mark, God, no matter how much sense you make and no matter how much I want to do, I just, I can't let go of that one last short hair I have of yours. I'm going to pull on that. Do this one thing and we'll drop it all. But then we still can show that Mark got a permit. You're not above the law either. So can, can we win it? No, we really can't. I mean, it. The point of no return, no return is long gone. We can't unscramble the egg. And I, th I think it, you know, I mean, it started when the ink was drying on the ratification of the Constitution papers. But the reality is, you know, it really started probably 70, 80 years ago or maybe 100 years ago when these things started happening and and, and people just went, well, that, that, that sounds good. You know, I'm busy working, you know, feeding my family. and Yeah, sure. What the fuck? You know, what could it hurt? And they worded it in a way where you didn't really feel like you were losing your rights because you really didn't 
know what you had in the first place. So it it incrementally slid down this slope to where we are where we are today. And so you wake up one morning and you find out YouTube just said, "Fuck you." And and that's totally different because they are a private company. I so don't care about YouTube. I don't care about Facebook. I don't care about Twitter. You know, there's options out there. And if there aren't, you'll survive. You know, just like newspapers, you know, magazines, just stuff out there. Figure it out. You know, but when it comes to your right to just walk out your front door with a cup of coffee and, and now you need a permit to do it, basically, we're almost there, you know, telling you you can work or not because you're essential or not. Well, we pretty much crossed the Rubicon 70, 80 years ago. So anyway, that's my, my, my thoughts for the day. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know if the city tries to pull a fast one on me because then that'll change the whole deal and it's a, it's a deal breaker then. I, you know, but I have come to the position, it's like, you know, fuck this town, fuck all you patriot asshats to say you're flag-waving Americans that believe in private property. Kiss my ass. So I love y'all and I'm going to get out of here. I'm about ready to meet uh, a person that's going to take me to his wood supplier and I'm going to find some mesquite to build something really beautiful. So I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. We made too many compromises already. Too many retreats. We invade our space and we fall back. I'm your huckleberry. The line must be drawn here. This far, no farther. That's just my game.